the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here, uh, along with, uh, let's see, we got Rufus Edmondson. Good morning to you, Rufus, with his Tar Heel shirt on. Hola. We're competing. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> they, they, they have their own own deal down in East Carolina today. That ought to be something. It's going to be hot uh, there. I'm not sure about Boone. About 70 degrees. Oh, well, they'll they'll sweat some. But, uh, and uh, Phil Campbell is with us. Uh, Good morning. Nice enough to come in. We just hadn't seen you in a while, Phil, or it doesn't seem like we had. So yep. Good morning. I said, Phil, come on in. And uh, we've got Mark Bumgardner, who we could use about every week. Number one, He's a great gardener and he's an extension agent in Orange County, but he's also a big guy and we need, we need bulk. We need, uh, you know, just in case marauders come well, after us. Well, I had my oatmeal this morning for bulk. Well, I, I know. Uh, you, you were a state champion wrestler but, but, and, and in the Boxing Hall of Fame, but we needed, uh, we needed somebody from Well, speaking airborne. of that, you know, the last time we were here, Mike, was the day that I had long sought and wet that I found it. When that nice lady came in and had found my Boxing Hall of Fame ring, and so I want to thank her again for that wonderful find. I'd lost it for two years, and I haven't lost it yet again. <clears throat> well, as it gets cold, I want you to have a good talk with yourself to make sure that it's not that it's not loose. Uh, you, if, you, you, if it's loose, take it off and put it in <laughs> in the diamond studded box. Well, you did say go get it sized again. Yeah, you should get it. You should get it sized. I was told by uh, one of the best jewelers in town that uh, that you should get it as tight as you can stand it. Well, uh, that's. Hmm, okay. Yeah, I mean, he, really, as tight as you can stand it, because you're going to, um, I mean, even if, if you're, you you retain a little fluid and when it gets warm, for instance, but, you know, you got to suck it up, I guess. But look at the Rather size of little, that thing. It's know, It's got it's about a, a pound, pound of metal on his finger. That's huge. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, we'll get the uh, headphones straight here. Uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. So, Mart, uh, what what have you been doing? Have you, did you take any vacation? Well, we actually t took half a day yesterday. <laughs> half a day yesterday. There's my man right there. Uh, and we're, we're actually camping up at uh, Falls Lake uh, right now, uh, the family. And so um, we're close enough where I could just drive into work. Isn't that convenient? <laughs> it is. You know, camping to is. me is a three-star hotel. Oh, it is the way we camp. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't like I don't like camping. I uh, met my wife at a at a camp, a Methodist camp, but um, you know I was eighteen, nineteen years old. So. Oh, you were a lifeguard, weren't you? Yeah. Well, I, I wasn't. I wasn't the first couple of years. I was a I was a counselor, and we had to to live with the kids in, in covered wagons at Camp Chestnut Ridge. <laughs> they were literally they were literally covered wagons. They'd canvas over them wheels they didn't move but uh you know it's it was it was a lot of fun but on a hot steamy july night it's, uh, 
Oh yeah. You go through a, a, a week of that, then you just uh, pray to get in the air conditioning. But one of the best inventions has ever been, Mr. Carrier. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's all right. Thank you. Sure. So, uh, at any rate, as we went way off r the road right then and <laughs> drove right into a ditch, uh, gardening, uh, it's uh, it's been, you know, it, it's very dry out there. We need some rain. Oh, my gosh. Right here in Amen. <laughs> yes, amen. Triple, triple Amen. Yes. Goodness. All right. Well, I, I I've got know. goldenrod that's actually suffering. <laughs> Oh goldenrod is yes. suffering. A goldenrod makes us suffer. Yeah. That's Rufus spelled backwards. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. Um, <laughs> but I you know, things are, are getting really dusty in, in the yard. I, I gave up on I have so many trees and shrubs I, I gave up on growing grass a long time ago. But things are, are really starting even even well established plants are starting to droop a little bit. Now with the hydrangeas, I can't ever tell whether it's the drought or the heat that gets them because they sag a little bit with heat, I'm told. So. Yeah, things are kind of rolling up on the edges and yeah, <laughs> what's get, that, and starting what's, to wilt. What's that new hydrangea that you uh, put in my hands yesterday, Phil, that I'm sure it's, it's not a new, new hydrangea, but it's the bobo and uh, blooms that really pretty white, I mean a br bright white, it doesn't have so much lime in it. So, um, but anyway, it's uh, it's really been nice. We planted three right beside the, the farmhouse there and you know, they were just basically sticks. Lane gave them to me and said, here, try these. And we, we put them out there beside the house and they're just, they're gorgeous. I mean, they came out this year and um, they've only been planted one year now. So uh, we got a got several of those in, and they're uh, they're in full bloom right now, and still have some bloom on bloom time on them as well. Would that uh, would that qualify as a mop head? Uh, and it's more like the limelight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it, the bloom's more like limelight. So, but they're they're gorgeous. Okay, yes. Uh, so, gosh, PG hydrangea. All of us are hot this morning. <laughs> yeah, we're hot. Uh, 919-860-9783. I gotta find Fred. Where's Fred? Yeah, I mean, there's so much. So we're at Bell's Carpets and, uh, and Floors, and we need to, you know, we come here Labor and Memorial Day. We need to to see if we can uh, can find Brother Fred and talk <coughs> to him. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. Well, let, let's stray again off the pathway while Fred's coming. I got two calls this week wanting to know why the stadium at Boone, Appalachian State, was called Kid Brewer Stadium. Well, as many of the listeners on this station know, you remember there was a Kid Brewer who lived here who was him. quite famous for a lot of antics and things like that. He was highway commissioner. Yeah, yeah. He, he was the football coach at Appalachian. He sure was. In the 50s, and, and if you know where Crabtree Mall is, he had a restaurant on the, his home on the top of the hill, yeah. turned that into a restaurant, yeah. and one time uh, somebody stole his Cadillac, and he got on the radio, I think it was PTF, and said, <laughs> and said whoever stole my Cadillac, there's a rattlesnake in there. <laughs> oh, I love it. He, he really was one of the, one of the characters, and uh, his son, Kid Brewer Jr., was an actor. He was in, uh, he was a skin diver, and he was in a bunch of movies. He was in The Abyss. Oh, it was probably the biggest. 
really handsome guy, and uh, he died died very young. But uh, they were <laughs> they were an interesting family up there, and uh, that property overlooks Crabtree. Now, when I was a kid, we would ride to the airport on Glen. I guess that was Glenwood Avenue at the time, but you would ride by a cattle farm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was right at the bottom there where the creek was, right. there were cattle grazing. In a big and pond. Then, and then Kid's house was up on the hill. You could yeah. barely see it. Yep. But but now it's there, there are uh, apartments up there. Right. Yeah. So it's a good restaurant too, as I recall. The restaurant yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, really that came good. that yeah. came finally that came finally I think that was after Kid Brewer Junior died, uh, the property was sold. Right. Yeah. So well, he married a lady from Boone, the Lenny family. Uh huh. And then part of Howard's knob that overlooks Boone that anybody would know about was he had he built a house up there too. So that's the story of why the stadium at Appalachian is called Kid Brewer Stadium. He was a coach there uh -huh. and a benefactor. All right. And quite a character. He yeah, he certainly, <laughs> sounded certainly like was. It. <laughs> well, he got, one time he got sort of messed up in what they call the Dixie Classic, uh, sort of a scandal involving Dixie Classic, and the court ruled against him, so he got mad about that and decided to run against one of the judges that had a bad judgment against him <laughs> and fixed up a motor grater and, and hung a, a bucket on it and had a, a, a big sweep broom instead of, I'm going to clean this place out and drove the motor grater down to the Sir Walter Raleigh Hotel. I remember, camp, I remember that. Uh, anything, uh, anything for publicity uh, for a kid, <laughs> he, certainly, uh, he certainly did it. All right. Um, <laughs> back to, to gardening. Uh, it's, um, I, I don't know, I'm starting to see some, some maples change now. I don't know what kind of fall we're going to have color-wise. We always, we hear two different things. It needs to be a wet uh, summer or a dry summer or, Mark, do you have any thoughts on this? Usually, um, I like it when it gets really cold, <laughs> and and that that uh, as it as the 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 trees actually I, I don't have a, a a say either way really warm or cold or wet or dry I I don't know yeah uh, what do you think I, Phil? Phil well I <clears throat> excuse me the dogwoods are just looking like they're all dead right now I mean they're they're suffering bad because they're right on top of the ground but um, I've always thought that the drier it is the the more color <clears throat> but i can see that they probably are gonna are gonna turn brown because the leaves it's been so dry right oh yeah I, yeah i would agree with that a lot of them are gonna turn brown i mean it's well, just been extreme in in my yard um because where our dogwoods are located are actually we have a lot of powdery mildew actually mm -hmm. um we've had had some moisture you know uh as the as it's cooling down at night and then it's creating that moisture yes. and and uh so that's what i'm seeing is a lot of powdery mildew mm -hmm. around the yards where it just doesn't have real good air circulation right so. right um the maples out our way some of the maples uh like mike was talking about have started uh you know they, they've got kind of a reddish color to them right so um you know i was hoping that that was going to be a sign of, of some pretty fall color but 
Yeah. You know, I guess we could just wait and see. Right. <laughs> That's right. Just wait and see. I think we're we're in for some. You know, we really need rain. Yes, we do. Um, I'm having to water. I'll, I'll be. I'm having to water so much at the nursery and and at the house, and I don't normally water that much at the house, so. I'll just be happy to have some rain and have a break from watering every day. Yeah, that's right. Well, one thing you don't have to water is carpeting and flooring. (laughs) You would rather not do that, wouldn't you, Fred? Generally speaking. Well, I I imagine you have some carpeting that would withstand any of those problems Uh, and flooring, other flooring. Definitely the uh, luxury vinyl uh, planks and tiles. They're waterproof. We actually had an air conditioning problem here. I came in, and there's a big puddle in the floor. And, um, of course, they got that fixed. Uh, I guess the, one of the uh, valves wasn't working to siphon off the extra water from the condenser. Um, so anyway, uh, we w- wiped up everything. The floor is fine. wasn't damaged a bit. So, uh, What kind of flooring was it? It was... Uh, a uh, Pergo luxury vinyl plank. It's actually the floor, you know, this floor we have on the showroom floor. And uh, that's one of the advantages of these new vinyl products is being vinyl, they're naturally waterproof. So it didn't seep into any, no, it, into the, what looks like cracks out no, here. No, not at all. Yeah. And uh, of course, one of the ceiling tiles, you know, came loose with it. and. We had quite a mess here. Good <laughs> gracious. Uh, well, yeah. But uh, it cleaned up real quickly, and uh, you never know anything happened. Uh, Fred, yeah. you, you don't do ceilings, do you? No. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, I was thinking the same thing, Rufus. So you, you need to get into the ceiling tile business, too. Yeah. And you could probably, they could, uh, uh, Mohawk, Mohawk or somebody could come up with, with a deal. So what's new? Anything new coming up uh, in the fall, uh, carpet or uh, other flooring-wise? Yeah, there's uh, a lot of uh, some new techno- technological uh, changes. Uh, a lot of people are concerned about, uh, you know, the uh, low VOCs or no VOCs and things like that. Uh, so uh, we have a a new product uh, which uh, absolutely uh, they've eliminated latex entirely in this product uh, so uh, and latex isn't a big problem per se but the fact that uh, the industry uh, Mohawk in particular is always trying to move forward with new technology and new products to meet the needs of consumers. Well, every time I get a shot, and that includes yesterday, I got a flu shot yesterday, they asked me if I'm allergic to latex. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe if you walk on it too, it, uh, uh, it could be a problem. But that's interesting that they, they're, they're getting rid of that. But you probably haven't noticed that much since you were here in May. Uh, we've added quite a few things, uh, new displays, uh, and uh, increased uh, product selection uh, and created a, uh, a better shopping environment for uh, customers to find the type of product that they're looking for. Uh, and uh, it's uh, given our showroom a more updated look and the capacity to, uh, as uh, manufacturers are bringing more new products to the market, to display them effectively. Uh, so the consumers can take advantage of uh, the type uh, products that they're looking for. And one of the biggest areas that we're seeing more and more products coming in is in patterns. 
Uh, so uh, one reason that we made these changes was so that we can show people uh, the wide variety of patterns that are available uh, and some of them uh, with the newer technology uh, they look identical to patterns that might cost twice uh, what these do because of again technological improvements. I was looking for a zebra or a tiger story. <laughs> yeah, you have, you have that. Yeah, uh, there's uh, that rack right there uh, has uh, uh, the antelope, and we also have the zebra. And the Gee, tiger. I thought I was just being funny, <laughs> but you got it. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like somebody dried a, a skin and laid it on top. I know it does, and uh, what an interesting look. That is a pretty look. Mm -hmm. And, of course, uh, one area that people uh, are taking advantage of are their stairways because they can put a nice pattern on the stairway, uh, creating a much more upscale, and it's, a, it's an attention getter because, Jennifer, for most people, when you walk into the, their home, the first thing you see is their stairway. So if you see one of these really nice patterns on there, uh, it doesn't have to match other things. Uh, it can be a standalone pattern of a particular type, but that was uh, all part of the, uh, our plan was to be able to uh, create a, uh, a more uh, visually inspiring right. uh, showroom. Fantastic. We're going to talk more with you next half hour right. on the WPTF Thanks. Weekend Gardener. We'll talk to Richard after the news here on WPTF. We're at Bell's Carpets and floors industrial drive in raleigh behind costco and it's a labor day sale going on let's get back to the wptf weekend gardener with mike ann and rufus we're back on WPTF with uh, Weekend well, Gardener, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Let's go to Richard in Raleigh. Richard, good morning. You're on WPTF. Hey, Richard? Richard, are you there? I had I, I, pretty good hearing, and I don't hear Richard. I don't uh, hear must be, uh must be on the other end there so we'll uh we'll check that out uh the lost richard the lost richard all right richard y'all hold on <laughs> we'll uh figure this out it's uh something in in the studio johnny coley uh, must be listening good morning johnny richard here oh there's richard okay we got that straight now okay richard how can we help you well i've got a, a couple of fables and uh, uh, uh something about uh, mitigative pruning but uh, anyway, the first fable is uh, the uh, rocket scientist went out to the farmer's market to the German bakery, and he got a, uh, a scone. When he got home, uh, he was distracted, and the dog snagged it. And he looked at the dog and said, oh, looks like you've got a nose scone. <laughs> well, and, uh, well, the, the second one is a fable is uh, every time I, I hear someone say they, they went to Yale, I ask them, uh, is that that famous locksmith school? Of <laughs> and, and, uh, so anyway, at the locksmith school, they had a, a problem with a student. They couldn't graduate him, and the student wanted to know why. And the student happened to be a Democrat, and the instructor said, 
Well, because the only key you can make is a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, do you think these up, or, or are these out of a book? You know, Johnny Hood used to have a, a joke book well, that he would uh, use uh, on his speeches, and uh, these are just as bad as those ones in that book. Well, Richard, I didn't know if you had the same book. No, but uh, actually, uh, my oldest book on fables go go back to the uh, notebooks of Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> he he gotcha. actually wrote some fables. <laughs> yeah, but uh, well, Richard, you're very erudite. I I appreciate those scientific missives you send to me. Yeah, <laughs> erudite. I wish I was erudite. Greek character. <laughs> you, you want to be? A, you want to be? A, you want to be an erudite? I wish I was erudite. Just just for one day. Well, uh, anyway, uh, the. Uh, what about the uh, mitigative pruning? Someday, possibly, we'll uh, have uh, snow and ice. And during those ice storms, uh, usually, of course, gardeners uh, are look into the future, so to speak. And uh, sometimes you have to sacrifice a few buds on the camellias or the sasanquas. But uh, through the year, I always try to keep the pruning compact just to anticipate those loads. And I gave up on pencil hollies after a, a couple of ice storms. I don't think there's any way that you can uh, actually prune those uh, to work in an ice storm. Uh, I even tried uh, uh, putting a band around them to prevent that. But uh, anyway, just something for gardeners to think about looking down the, the road. Uh, always uh, look to the next season. And... Uh, this, this morning, I want to thank uh, Phil again for uh, uh, the basil. It's interesting that uh, in this country, we're, we're so privileged. We have wine snobs, beer snobs, and you can actually become a basil snob. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're welcome, Richard. Thank you. There's a, Richard, do you cook with, with basil? Oh, absolutely. Or you just eat it raw? Uh, well, both, and sometimes yeah. make oil out of it. And, uh, oh, wow. Good recipe in the CIA cookbook, which, uh, and it, you uh, essentially blanch it for about 10 seconds, shock it in a nice bath, and then put it in a uh, blender with some oil, strain it through the coffee filter, and it makes this beautiful green oil which, uh, with a super rich flavor. Mike, did we hear did we hear him right say CIA? CIA. Well, that's, that's Culinary Shetland Institute of America. Shetland Investigative Shetland Agency. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't remember a cookbook. Yeah, well, <laughs> Nobody told me about that. Yeah, they actually have what the Culinary Institute of America. It's uh, you want to get a good gift for somebody uh, for Christmas that they have uh, recipes for everything in there. Give you well, we'll certainly look for that, uh, Richard. It, it's uh, it was rather expensive years ago. It was eighty five dollars, but it's, uh, oh my, yeah. Well, well Richard, why you use it? Keep your pistol plant sharp. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, <Rufus. laughs> oh isn't he area tight? Oh. Well, uh, Richard, thank you very much. And if they fail, then you'll have to take out the eraser. Uh, right. <laughs> Uh, that's the wittiest bunch I've ever seen this Ooh. morning. Richard, you take care. We'll talk to you, you later. Have a great one. Thanks for being there. Yes, sir. Thank you. Let's go to Bob in uh, Washington. Hey, Bob. Hey, how you doing? 
I'd do it. Couldn't be better. I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I was, uh, if I was doing anything. Nor, nor could we. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did I do? Um, how hard is it to keep Spanish moss? Second question is, somebody told me that I need to be careful because they're loaded with chiggers. And the third one is, congratulations, Mike, on your award. Oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> I... Uh, did you say you you wanted to keep Spanish moss? Yeah. To preserve it? Yeah. How hard is it to grow it and keep it? Now it's to to grow it. I think um, obviously you have to have a you have to have a, a conditions uh, that that will support it. Like uh, you know, in in Georgia and South Carolina, they do really well towards uh, the coastal areas, but. Um, here in Raleigh, we couldn't grow it. Just, the conditions just aren't good enough. You don't have enough humidity and moisture because they're. Right. Uh, and but he has it in Washington. Yeah, but but you may have that uh, out close to the coast. I, I I don't know. Do they? Are there Beaufort a lot of trees County, that yeah. have a lot of uh, Spanish moss in the trees? Yeah, you can drive down the road where we're at well, over here in Chuckawinsey. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, just you can drive down yeah. seventeen and and see a lot. I don't think it would be very difficult at all to grow. I mean, uh, get it on the trees, but I mean, it's 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 not uh, parasitic, from what I understand. Um, See, I always thought it was parasitic. I don't think it's parasitic. Is it? Do you know? Do you, do you want to save it though after you take it off the trees? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, I mean, I want to maybe grab a clump and you know, and and grow it here in in my RV or wherever. Oh. I don't. I don't think that can probably happen. I'm not positive, but I'll look that. We'll check on that. But I know the guys. Uh, some of my guys brought some when they went down towards Wilmington, and they brought me a big clump, and I just kind of hung it over a limb in the in a tree there. At, and I think the birds have taken some of it for a nest, but. Um, also, it's it's just still there, and once in a while I'll look at it to, you know, uh, yank it in a little bit, and it's it's never attached itself at all, but um, it's actually hanging in the Styrex tree, close to our goldfish pool, and it's I, I don't think the conditions here, I, I don't really know for sure about Spanish moss. I just think it's beautiful. Yeah, you you want to. You want to kind of take some and spread it out, and and let it dry, and kind of get the debris out of, it so it looks nice, and uh, and you know you, I I think you want to keep it dry, uh, and keep it keep it away from moisture and uh, direct sun for for only the time that you uh, you know you just wanted the sun to dry it. Uh, only while you are in the process of drying it, but other, otherwise you would keep it away from that and keep it away from from moisture. Yeah, um, just looking here, it uh, says the uh, it's an air, another name for it are air plants, uh, grandfather's whiskers, gray beard, long moss, old man's beard, Spanish moss, or uh, wool creep. Um, and it's it is a it's an air plant. Um, and it does it drives its own moisture or it it doesn't it's not parasitic it it uh, drives its nutrients through the um, the moisture in the air um, and so it, it says uh, one of the things though that it can 
not that it kills kills trees, but um, just the sheer weight of it can pull the limbs down and cause them to break whenever uh, it's overloaded. Yeah, you have to uh, if you want to grow it, you have to grow it in a moist environment. Yeah. Okay. Somebody told me that I need to be careful when I handle it because they are loaded with triggers. Um, <laughs> the, well, a lot of things in North Carolina are yeah, loaded with sugar. I, I think, I think, um, not long ago, I heard a, heard what happened was they were actually using the Spanish moss um, in the the old uh, T model Fords, and what happened was they were pulling these. Um, pulling the limbs, uh, pulling the Spanish moss off the limbs and throwing it on the ground. And that's where they were picking up chiggers, uh, not from the actual... Yeah. What, I'm, what I'm reading here says that chiggers don't live in Spanish moss. That's uh, apparently a... Yeah. Uh, okay. But the, the funny part was that the, the seats, the rumble seats and stuff that were stuffed with the Spanish moss, they ended up uh, changing it because, because they had chiggers in them because they had thrown the, the Spanish moss on the ground. And I just huh. I thought that was really interesting. That is. I wouldn't worry about that, Bob. Bob, okay. yeah, we, we have a big hot dog fan on the panel. Uh, now, there is a hot dog place in, in Washington that's very famous. I see they're eating there. Hey, Bob. Yeah. I said, have you eaten at the at the famous hot dog place in Washington? No, not yet. Uh, okay, not yet. Okay, you hadn't been there long enough. All right. Well, I can't remember the name of it, but I'm sure eaten there, and it's good. Yeah. I'm uh, for the not as good as the Rufus dog. Thank you so much for calling. Yeah. We appreciate it. All uh, right. Thank you. Yes, sir. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. Bye. 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 Um, All right. I didn't call it Little Washington. That's what I grew up calling it was Little Washington, but uh, I didn't didn't do that because I grew up in Little Nashville. <laughs> uh, Steve. Steve is with us. Steve, good morning. You're on WPTF. Hey, guys. Yes, sir. How you doing, Steve? Hey, Steve. I was just wondering if uh, whenever they're playing the uh, the Campbell Road uh, commercial with Phil's up there doing her Campbell Road dance. Uh, <laughs> That's a nice little tune. Yeah. I uh, just wanted to call and let you know I'm doing doing great. Um, had, I'm going to once a month chemo starting on Tuesday of next week. Oh, so that's it great. It should be uh, a little better. Yeah. Uh, doctor said I, that, that uh, I'm the strongest I've, that he's ever seen a patient um, recovering from uh, amblyodosis like I am. So I'm glad to well, hear that. I am too. Uh, uh, it's because you're a gardener. Yeah. My garden is dry, and I'm irritating. Yeah. And because of my condition, I can't get down and use my creek water. So I'm having to use city water, and that's an expensive proposition. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine uh, with as much terrain as you have to water, uh, that, yeah, it's, that it it's, can, uh, can get expensive. We had, I think my wife looked at the calendar. It's been four weeks since we've had it, and we had two days of three inches, uh, right. but we haven't had any since. So. Yeah. It's, uh, been a quite it was a very, very dry August. Wet water, wet weather. Uh, yeah, but, uh, you certainly need it. 
You certainly can, but you won't get any blueberries probably for that that season. Yeah. Well, I don't care. I haven't had blue since uh, uh, the uh, I I have a screen around it, but the screen deteriorated, and I haven't been able to put it back up. So I've been basically feeding the wildlife with my blueberries anyway. So I haven't gotten a blueberry out of it for three years. Yeah, you certainly so can take it. it you can take it almost all the way down to the ground. Um, and they'll come back. Okay. And what about the fig tree? How far back can we prune it? Same thing. How? Yeah. How? How big? How big of a diameter is your fig? About uh, fifteen feet. Oh, it's a it's a big one. Okay. So yeah. you probably have about your stems are probably about four inches. Uh, you know, you you can take it the down main to trunk is yeah. Yeah, you could take it way back. I mean, they're they're okay. Sometimes when they're young, they'll freeze all the way down to the ground um, without a problem, and they'll come back. But, yeah, you can take it way back. Steve. Okay. On, on the so a basic guy could prune it uh, to about eight feet. Yeah, that should be fine. Steve, one thing I do about my fig, I don't, I don't know how old yours is, but ours is about 20 years old. What I try to do is go in and find some of the older wood that looks like it probably did freeze and the bark has cracked a little bit. I go in and try to get that out so the new wood uh, can have a better crop. Right. Okay? Okay. All right. Yeah, mine's probably 15 to 20 years old, too. Okay, yeah. It and my pear trees were right. some of the first things I planted. Okay. Well, yep. Steve, I hope that helps. I hope so, too. Uh, it's just that I'm getting, like I said, I'm getting stronger every day. I'm able to get out more in the garden. I did some weeding yesterday. I'm irrigating today and yesterday and today. So uh, I'm, I'm, I started cleaning my garage out. It's a process, but I'm getting, it just hits me. It slams me in the ground on, and at, after lunch, I mean, it just absolutely, so. I'm just exhausted. Yeah. So, but uh, I try to get what I can get done in the morning. Steve, thank you very much. We'll talk to yeah. you later. Enjoy listening to you guys. Thank you, sir. Bye. Bye. We're at uh, Bell's Carpets and Floors Industrial Drive in Raleigh behind Costco, and uh, Fred Gaines is with us. And Fred, I, you can walk into this place and be overwhelmed by everything you may have something in your mind that you thought you'd like to add to your house some color uh whether it's carpet or or all the things you have here but you folks can help in that process well that's you can that, help narrow it down uh, yeah that's the key thing is uh, our wonderful sales associates uh can really they're here to Answer questions and get all situated here. It's time to get situated on this show. But um, and that's what we're here for is to uh, help people find you know what their uh, is going to be the best for them, the best value, the best product, the best maintenance, uh, and that comes down to our sales associates. 
uh, really know uh, the industry uh, and can help people. As, uh, very often people come in and they say, well, I have to do something, but I don't know what I want. Yeah, absolutely. And so by the process of we going through and talking about uh, their lifestyle, their needs, uh, you know, what we're uh, dealing with, what might be the best product for them, because there's no one size that fits all. Uh, and uh, I think we find that uh, in the atmosphere we create, uh, we're very comfortable. Some people don't want to uh, talk to somebody right away. They just want to, you know, kind of self-guide themselves. Right. But in the process of doing that, they realize there's a lot of questions I need to ask. And so with somebody here that's uh, trained to uh, not say, well, this is the product you want to have, is we want to talk to them about uh, what what do they want the product to do? What What's their situation? Are they uh, uh, new homeowners, never bought carpet before? Or are they trying, uh, homeowners trying to get their house fixed up to get ready for sale? Uh, is it, uh, you know, a, a first-time buyer or a multi-time buyer? It doesn't matter. But the key thing with our uh, Labor Day sale, one th way we try to make it easy is everything's on sale. So people don't have to worry about, am I getting the best value? Because automatically, these are our best prices. And... Uh, that will uh, help people uh, try to decide because most people come in with a budget in mind uh, and that's what we try to help them find is what's going to be their best product the best to suit their needs that will meet that budget yeah well they can certainly do it here and and uh, it's a Labor Day sale you don't have a lot of sales here so this is this is a great one. Well, this is a, the big one because we, like you say, it's store wide. We, it doesn't matter whether they're looking for a vinyl product, they're looking for a wood product, a carpet product. Uh, they're all going to be on uh, with our best sale prices. And I got a question. Yeah, I don't mean to interrupt, but um, we finally are going to put carpet in uh, our son's bedroom. Mm -hmm. uh, he has a little bit of a problem with his left leg drags a little bit and so he, he could get it caught so here's here's what we're going to do we're going to um come over here just tell me what we need to do come here first pick it out and then will you all go measure yeah. for the carpet and that sort of thing because i don't want to depend on my measurements right. well basically that's what's a, the process that's a great question um we ask people uh, i don't know if they can take you know some rough measurements they don't have to be exact mm -hmm. uh, or if they, they have uh, you know so for some people they may have an old floor plan or they may have but anyway if we have some idea of the square footage what we try to do is give you kind of an in-store estimate so you can see am I within, within my budget range sure. uh, and then uh, after that we would make an arrangement to come out and measure and then give you a, a final price, you know, based on the exact measurements. Okay. Yeah, because he's he's got, of course, the square bedroom, but then there's a little hallway going into right. the bathroom. Yeah. That's that kind of puts another sure a different you know yeah. a different take on it. So 
okay, that's great, because I wanted to make sure that yeah. you would come out and get yeah. the yeah. specific measurement. That's yeah. Service is a big part of it. That's yeah. great. Okay. Fred, thank you. We'll talk right, to you thanks. next half okay. hour here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Uh, we've already gone through a half hour. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. <laughs>